welcome to Cody Cast. This, this is, is Cody, Cody Allen's podcast. podcast. Really, this podcast guest needs no introduction, but Keith Urban, obviously singer, songwriter, entertainer, incredible musician, guitar player, ACM, CMA, Grammy Award winning. He's done it all. Married to Nicole Kidman, wrote the foreword for my new book, Here's the Thing, out November 9th. You can pre-order that right now. I love Keith Urban. How about that introduction, huh? Woohoo! Yay! How are you, Cody? This is my hero. I'm holding out for a hero to the end of the night. Because he's got to be strong and he's got to be something and he's got to be fresh from the fight. Fight. Fresh from the fight. That's not a lyric you're going to hear in Nashville right there. (laughs) Fresh from the fight. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Cody? I'm so excited to see you and to thank you for all the help with the book. I can't say thank you enough. It just... I know. I I feel every bit of it. So, What was harder, Keith, uh, writing the foreword or writing Wild Hearts? The foreword. (laughs) Neither of them were difficult because they both come from a place of truth. That's that's really the the truth the truth in that answer, is that they they both they both flow because they're they're they just you know I speak my truth. Have you ever thought about writing a book yourself? Um, no, no, no. Why do you do you want to do the foreword? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. No, I just think you, I would love to read a book about Keith Urban. I think so uh, many fans would love to hear the stories, the behind the scenes over the years. So please consider. Okay. Okay. I love the song. Thank you. I think it's so great. And it's one of those first listen songs. Thank you. You you hear it one time. It's like, wow, that's so, and it's so inspiring. I mean, it makes you want to like join the Olympics or like, you know, (laughs) do something, get up and do something. It amps you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you. I love how you went straight, straight past a pro sport team and just went straight to the Olympics. It's fantastic. (laughs) You're a high achiever. You punch above your weight, Cody Allen. Tell me the idea behind it because you, you had a great set of uh, songwriters that you wrote this with first. Yeah, this is this. That's an unusual uh, story of creation for this song. It was written by uh, Brad Tercy from Old Dominion, uh, Jen Wayne from uh, Runaway June, and Eric Pasley, who are great, great songwriters, all of them. And I got sent this song called Wild Hearts, you know, as just a straight up pitch, and. I listened to it and I liked it, but it didn't, it didn't get under my, it didn't like sort of just didn't, it didn't hit me, it didn't stay with me. And so I passed on the song. And about a week later, I woke up very early one morning singing the freaking chorus of this song. And I was like, oh, this is a, this is a good, this is a good song. So I, I went and listened to it again. And I really, you know, it starts with the verse like most songs do. And I realized very quickly that I loved the chorus, but, I, but the verses didn't speak to me. They didn't say anything that stayed with me. So I called the writers and I said, you know, this is a song about chasing your dreams and, and just believing in those dreams and going for it. And I can really relate to that. I mean, my whole life has been that coming from the other side of the world over here. Was, that's all I was doing was following my dreams. Can I rewrite these verses so that they're more about my own story? And they said, yeah. So they sent me the track with no verses, just the chorus. And I rewrote both verses top to bottom and made them more personal about my own journey. So, and so when I thought about you know, my, my musical journey, like where, did, where did that begin? Um, it was immediate that I went five years old, going to see Johnny Cash 
Okay, that's where it begins. Saw the man in black, spotlight in the air. Heard a thousand screams, saw my dad stare. Feel like I've been running since the day that I was born. Eagle on my back, phoenix on my arm. And then we were off and running into the, the song. And I knew, I knew right then and there, this thing is, is so, just so true, so true to me. Yeah. So is it part of the Speed of Now Part 2? Are you working on uh, that part of it? Will that happen? Uh, or is this uh, going to stand alone? Yes, yeah, a standalone. I mean, it was the whole thing was just very strange. I, 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 w- I got into town in May, got sent that song. The whole story that I just told you happened within the, the space of a week. Uh, I wrote those verses, went down into my studio, did a quick vocal on the demo, like took the vocal off the demo and sang on the demo. And then I thought this demo actually sounds pretty damn good. So I just started building on top of the demo that a guy called Mitch Fur had already done the demo, so I just built on top of it. And very quickly, this thing just became a record. I sent it to my manager, and I said, this, this might be good, something good you know, down the track. And he goes, oh, we should put that out now. And I'm like, I literally just put an album out in September. I wasn't really planning on new music. And he's like, this feels great. feels great. We should just put it out. And so I was like, okay. So we sent it off, and we got it mixed, and everything just happened so quickly that I had no time to think much about what we're doing other than creating and releasing what's a great summertime song too is we you know i know we're at the close of summer but i just feel like it's got that energy that you want to bring and and the kind of energy you also i'm sure want to bring to the um shows coming up in vegas as well i know those are just around the corner so um how will those shows differ maybe from what people may have seen from you in like an arena show you know i grew up playing in the clubs and we worked our way up into the theaters and then worked our way up into the arenas. And I resisted playing Vegas for years and years and years because I always thought of Vegas as sort of a theater crowd, which I, I don't, I, I, I'm not really, a th- I don't really like theaters. I don't like, I like rowdy, loud, drunken crowds. That's like my favorite crowd to play to. The louder and drunker they are, the better. So, um, they said, oh, you've got to come and check out this room, you know, because we've actually built it where it, it's like an arena stage, but it's like some theater seating at the back. And then down the front, it's all concrete floor, like a, well, you know, it's like a club, standing room only, like mosh pit. And I was like, wow. So we went and had a look at that room. And sure enough, it was all three venues rolled into one. I couldn't believe it. So we, we did our first run of shows and I had such a great time playing there because you got the intimacy of a small club show. You've got the, the communicative moment with the audience if they want to sit down and listen to sort of, you know, the story songs. And then you've got this massive arena stage that you can really do a big production. It's crazy. So it's an intimate arena is what it's like. Well, I hope to make it to one of those shows. Uh, what's it been like so far? More electric coming out of the pandemic and playing again then uh, obviously people just are anxious to get out and, and, and to see live music again. It, it must be more electricity, right? You know, in, in so many ways, the first show we did up in Ohio last week, uh, which was that, that's our first with the band doing a full set. That was the first one we'd done in 559 days. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's insane, right? Um, and that crowd was just... They were pure 2019. That's what that crowd was. It looked like what pandemic? It was just they were so euphorically into it. It was it was incredible, incredible to be back. 
how have you dealt with like 559 days? I mean, yeah. what was, how did you sort of fight, fight your way through that struggle? You know, I, I, I wrote, I wrote and did a lot of things. I did a lot of zoom gigs, um, you know, and, and I appreciate the ability to do virtual performances of which we did a lot. Uh, technologically speaking, it's, it's great to be able to stay connected with everybody, but, um, for me as a performer who thrives on a, a real live crowd, it was like standing outside the window of a nightclub playing to everybody inside. That's what it felt like, like playing through a big window. Couldn't, couldn't get inside and be with, in the same space as everybody. And that's what I live for. I live for being in the same space as everybody. And finally, I'm watching your uh, incredible wife on Nine Perfect Strangers right now, mm. and it is so good. Do you watch it with her? Uh, I saw all of those apps uh, over the co a long period of time because you know they they as they edit they Nick watches them and I watch them with her and so forth and then sometimes you watch the same app three different times so they've made slight edit changes but I was really I was hooked pretty quickly and then this uh, I couldn't believe the plot twists that started to unfold across that show and it's very David E Kelly to have these. You know, anybody that saw The Undoing and, and even Big Little Liars know that David E is great with these plot twists and Nine Perfect Strangers has a zinger coming towards the end. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I'm there yet, but yeah. I, I think we're three yeah, yeah. in now, right? So, hey, Keith, thank you for the time. Again, thanks for your friendship. It means the world to me. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.